Hi, welcome to From the Spot. Um, the first podcast to say, great season, Lakers, but you let me down. Now that that's out of the way, we'll fucking talk about some football. What's up, David? to find a way for you to feel let down even more um, than just the Lakers getting sweeped in the NBA. But this isn't an NBA podcast. Let's put that on wax. This is a soccer footy, uh, whatever, kickball, whatever the fuck you want to call the sport. Football podcast. Balompié. That's a good, good call, Eddie. I almost forgot about our Aztec speaking friends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Eddie. Let's jump in this bitch. I'm excited to be back. Um, how are you doing this week? I'm good, David. I'm good. My my new job is going okay. Um, David, do you have news you'd like to share with the people or not yet? Um, my wife and I are expecting a baby, so make sure you share the podcast because we're going to need the extra funds coming in to support... Uh, Cristiana, Ronaldo, Messi, Carrillas. So <laughs> actually, David, congratulations. That wasn't what I was. wasn't what I was talking about, though. But that's okay. That's right. Everything else is still under wraps. Uh-uh. But uh, um, we uh, let's talk about football. <laughs> Damn it! Keep saying this is a footballing podcast, but we're not talking football. So Eddie, let's talk football and let's start in England, Eddie. Not general, not generally speaking of the Premier League, excuse me, but let's talk about City being champions and Newcastle are among the teams who qualified for the Champions League for next season. Back to those magical European nights, Eddie. Before we really get to what I want to talk about, um, let's just talk about a few things. First of all, let's talk about the fact that City's B team basically. Um, except for a few obvious ex- exceptions, like you know Erling Holland, but basically their B team got a guard of honor from a Chelsea team that on paper should have really bossed this game, but got destroyed, you know, by City really. Even though it was only one nil, um, this B team, Eddie, including World Cup winner Julian Alvarez, um. Uh, how good must it be, or at least feel, to be Manchester City's uh, manager and coach, knowing you have so much talent at your hands? Uh, it has to feel amazing, David. Um, uh, This could be wrong, because you know how the internet, like, fucking makes shit up, and we all kind of believe it? Uh, right. I read somewhere that this is maybe, like, the second or third most expensive bench of all time. Like the the people who didn't start, like if you added up all their all their wages and their transfer fees, like they're like super expensive. <clears throat> but yeah. uh, David, because I'm a hater, can I bring up a different perspective? Uh, absolutely. Uh, 
The Haters Perspective, brought to you by Eddie from From the Spot. Um, David, so <clears throat> Manchester City have won three leagues in a row, uh, five out of the last six. And this is why I'm I'm so mad, David. Um, and this is why I'm a hater because the one year that City are basically perfect, because like two out of the three years that Liverpool pushed them to the limit, they were basically almost perfect. One year they even went over a hundred points. This year they've drawn four and lost four. And Arsenal didn't even take them to the final day. So, like, the one chance everyone else had, it went to Arsenal and they blew it. And I'm still mad about it. Because when Liverpool would push them to the brink, it would be to the literal brink. You know? Like, Liverpool was also almost perfect. And here comes Arsenal with a great shot and they blow it against... Southampton, the team that got relegated, David. I'm still mad about this. Yeah, definitely a a lost title by Arsenal. Uh, it was almost within their grasp, but um, yeah, at least all what Arsenal can lean on is that they have uh, you know time. It's a very young core, so they have time. But uh, you, I hope you would hope that they don't wait too long. But Eddie, with the success of of City under title, uh, you know Newcastle clearly also getting success. Um, like I mentioned, they're back among the Champions League. I think it was the early two thousands, the last time they even uh, saw the group stage. Um, well, finally, some glory, something like that. Yeah, but there's finally some glory post Mike Ashley after all those years of you know suffering. They've got to be happy with signing players such as Isak, who has come on and really lit up the Premier League. Um, getting you know um, Eddie Howe at the helm. You know, you know, Newcastle fans are excited. You know, the same way the City fans are praising you know the City owners for their investment in the infrastructure at the stadium and the surrounding areas, uh, with their backroom staff hiring. Um, you know, and their squad development. Eddie, is sports washing working? Uh, sadly, yes, David. I mean, uh, look, and because of the movie goal, um, I think especially here for ki- for people who were kids at the time, uh, for David and myself, uh, Newcastle kind of holds a special place. In, in our hearts, just because of Santi Munoz, as fictional as he may be. Yeah. So we're super happy for Newcastle. Um, as you said, Alexander Isak is killing it. Fucking um, <clears throat> Bruno Gamarish took a season or so to get going. But uh, super happy for them. But um, without uh, Saudi owners... Uh, They'd probably be like fifteenth to eighteenth, like other end of the table. So, sadly, yes, sports washing is working, uh, David. So, uh, let's just hop ahead a little bit. Let's get in our time machine. Uh, the twenty twenty three twenty twenty four season. 
Is that a two-horse race between City and Newcastle? No, I think um, Newcastle will see that it's going to be a little bit difficult uh, to both balance the Premier League and the Champions League on top of the domestic cups that come with it. Um, you know, Pep and and City are a little more used to it. Um, plus, we would expect all the other teams to continue investing. I mean, Chelsea with their signing of Pochettino, he's going to want to sell and reinvest. Um, Liverpool will very likely reinvest so that they can um, help Klopp, you know, get back into the Champions League. Um, Spurs, I expect them to Spurs it up anyway. Um, yeah. Arsenal, Arsenal, uh, just extended Bukayo Saka. You know, they look to keep that young core and build on it. So I can see them challenging. So maybe not. Um, I think it's still cities to lose, um, based on the squad they already have. But, um, not to be that guy, but you would hope they either go through an injury crisis or, you know, players just get over being at City and, and decide to leave because otherwise, you know, they, they definitely have a strong grip on the title. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't, isn't Gundogan gone? Allegedly. I mean, he hasn't really announced anything. I think it's, um, you know, almost safe to say he is. He's allegedly going to Barcelona. With, and then um, okay. Bernardo Silva as well. Um, those yeah. are two key pieces. Um, so I I think it'll be a two horse race. Uh, I think even though you don't see major contributions from him on the score sheet, I think what Granit Xhaka brings to Arsenal will be hard to replace. You obviously need to find another decent center back. That way, in case the Liba gets injured, uh, David, put it on wax. At the beginning of next season, is Harold Reginald, I don't know if his middle name is Reginald, but I just want it to be, uh, Kane still a Tottenham Hotspur player? No. I think he's gone. Okay. uh, uh, Can I get you to put it on wax to where? I think he'll go to Chelsea. Oh God! I mean, Pochettino. I mean that that makes sense because it's Poch. I hope I'm wrong, and he goes to United. You know, we talked a little bit on the last episode on. I think he's a perfect player for Ten Hogball. Um, Eddie, there's a rumor of. Um, Arsenal and Arteta approaching Gundogan about um, joining them. Um, City won a title one year with Gundogan being the top scorer for the club. (laughs) Do you think think he uh, can make that difference and push Arsenal over the line? I mean, he would would definitely help, um, but like I said, and look, even even if Saliba was healthy, they still maybe blow this title, you know. But yeah. um, you you have to get in a, a center back 
a CGM. Um, I don't know, David. Switch shirts real quick. I I know I'm asking something very difficult. Pretend like you're a gooner instead of a uh, instead of a United fan. <clears throat> Do you really think Gabriel Jesus could be the number nine to lead you to a league title? Okay, I man, put, talk about putting it on wax. So Eddie, in the beginning of the season when Jesus joined, I thought he was going to be a very key piece in a, a potential title run. He did start off playing really well, I feel. Um, but that injury he got just totally derailed his season. Um, coming back, it's just not the same. Uh, seeing him play was really frustrating, and I'm not even a Gunners fan. Um, you know, silly fouls because he's frustrated and not really having much of an impact um, in front of goal. But I think... The fact that you're already banking on the youthness, the youthfulness of the team, and I think Gabriel Jesus is what twenty four, the oldest. No, I thought, even I thought less he was twenty six. Oh, you're right, twenty six. So honestly, like that's not even really too old. He's just hitting his peak. Yeah. And then the young pieces and Odegaard, uh, Saka, and uh, Martinelli around them. I would give him another season at the very least, you know, as my starter. David, let's let's do something you and I don't do uh, often. Let's throw the USMNT fanboys a bone. Um, Balogan, uh, the guy who was born in Brooklyn, Nigerian parents, um, but grew up in England. He's chosen the U.S. He was out on loan in France this season. Has 19 goals in like 35 games, I believe. That's a really good return, especially for a guy who's 20. But he is owned by Arsenal. Do, do you think with this sort of return in, in, in Liga, uh, he could be part of Arteta's plans next season? I mean, why not? Um, it's up to him to show it in training, I think, because League One is definitely a different ball game to the Premier League. But um, if he can show it in training, why not give him a shot? You know, Eddie is still getting minutes. Uh, he can compete to try to get some minutes off the other big players. That's what you would want your youth players to do, at the very least. Yeah, and um, uh, shout out to League One for Mares for fucking Kante. Uh, Conte, uh, we 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 may not watch Liga, but Liga has some ballers for real. Yeah, uh, going back even to Ronaldinho, um, and then um, Edgar Davids play there. I, I believe so. Also, uh, uh, I needed to be stating now that David said it. Ronaldinho is the. Uh, Original PSGOG. <laughs> he was there before it was cool. Yeah, and he really drugged that team to something. Um, Eddie, let's move on here to a bit of a 
a serious topic, um, but we got to talk about it. A shitty topic that we wish we didn't have to, but some fucking bastards always make us talk about it. Here we are. Uh, Vinicius Jr. uh, being racially abused by Valencia fans started with him being called Mono, uh, among other insults. Um, And then he ended up getting red carded as the tensions were raised. Eddie, uh, as our resident La Liga fan, you know, being the Barcelona fan here, uh, what's your take on this? It's such bullshit, David. Look, Valencia, we're fighting relegation. What the topic should be is Real Madrid have lost. I should be enjoying that Real Madrid have lost. Uh, And, you know, we should all be talking about uh, Valencia did it. They'll probably stay up. But this is just bullshit, David. Like, I don't understand the need to make monkey chant at people. I don't understand the need to fucking point out his skin color and say, like, oh, he dances, he enjoys himself, he's good at his job, so I'm going to be a racist piece of shit towards him. It, it, it doesn't make any sense, David. And... As the referee, if a player came up to me and said, yo, they're doing some racist bullshit towards me, I would call over both managers and be like, I've been informed of racial abuse. I suggest that both teams come off the field because I'm not going to stand for it. But no. Uh, they doubled down. Uh, Vinny somehow got a red card for it. Um, and uh, I just, I, I don't get it, David. It doesn't compute in in my head. Like, it, it, what about you? Does it, does it make sense to you? I mean, uh, knowing what the world is, I guess, right? Like, uh, Italy also has the same problem. Um, and the culture there, the claim there is, oh, we're not actually racist. This is just our way to get into their heads. But let's be honest, they're racist. Like, <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's just call the, let's call the kettle black, right? For what it is. No, <laughs> no pun intended. But, um, yeah, Vinny, like you said, gets red carded for being racially abused. Um, I think the aftermath reactions it's, has also been interesting, Eddie. Like I shared a uh, news cover from Valencia uh, with you where they're basically saying Vinny's um, dramatic and he, he provokes the, the abuse, which is pretty fucking crazy because I don't think he got a choice in his skin color. No. Um, even Tebas, uh, the president of La Liga, has not really condone the or uh, come down on the behavior. He's kind of like, eh, uh, we're not racist. It kind of is what it is. Um, an interesting reaction, Eddie, and I only say it's it's interesting because it's we we I think we agree that the red card was bullshit, right? And it ended up being a so Absolutely, it got voided yeah. out. So and we think rightfully so, right? So. Xavi spoke out against the racism, uh, Barcelona manager, but he said that he thinks the red card of Nome isn't fair because Vinny deserved the red card. 
and not as many words. I had not heard this, so um, David told my immediate reaction to that. Um, and look, I can't even defend him and say, like, oh, it's gamesmanship. Because it isn't. Barcelona has won the league. They are league champions. Um, <laughs> whether Vinny plays the last game of the season is irrelevant to Xavi. <laughs> so that's disappointing to hear at the at the very least. Um, look, David, we grew up in the 90s. Uh, Brazil was the team to watch. We loved Jogo Bonito. Uh, we loved Kaká, Ronaldinho, Ronaldo, Adriano, Rivaldo, all those guys. All those guys that played beautiful flair football. And I I also get to put a tackle in, fucking kick the shit out of him for being a dick type of thing. But, but that's where it should stop. So if you claim to be a fan of the beautiful game and of how Brazil plays, Vini plays exactly how that Brazil played. Whether you like it or not, that's your call. I'm not going to say, oh, you should like it because it's beautiful, it's entertaining. If you'd rather see a guy get the shit kicked out of him for doing something, fine. But that's the line. Don't don't make monkey noises. Don't point at people's skin. Don't. And look, if it was one time, I'd still defend Vinny because I'd be like, he's not putting up with their bullshit. But he has proof that it's like a lot of grounds. It's not just it's not just the Mestaya. It's almost everywhere he goes, and that's so, up. So before even because um, I want to touch on that, I, I'm going to share a few more statements which will kind of lead into that. So even um, the Infantino, president of FIFA came out and, you know, said, you know, said basically the whole spiel against racism. He backs Vinny, um, you know, and then Tebas triples down. Wait, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Did, did Infantino say, today I feel like Vinny Jr.? He said, today I feel black Brazilian. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, you yeah, know, Devas triple down and goes, there's not, you know, racism is not a problem in La Liga, kind of reiterating that. And Vinny drops the video of him being abused at multiple stadiums. You know, there was a, even recently, Eddie, a um, mannequin in a Vinny Real Madrid shirt that was hung um, in Madrid. So all in that. Madrid. And yeah. And Ancelotti, uh, one of Ancelotti's statements was, you don't get this problem in the Premier League in England, you know, because they, they have protocols and they address it. Eddie, with all this evidence and no real backing and no real end in sight, should Vinny kind of use that as career advice and move to the Premier League? I'd I'd love to see him in the prem. Um, look, 
if, if he's done taking the abuse, absolutely 100% move. If if he wants to stand up and fight, um, even as a Barcelona fan, he has my backing 100%. I'll, I'll always back him, but if he feels like I really have no support system here besides Ancelotti and he can't really do much uh, for my mental health, I'll go to the prom. Um, and David, before you ask, I told you yesterday, if he does go to the prom, I'd love to see him on your squad on United. It would it would add a different dimension to you guys. Yeah, I mean, there was a a rumor starting that United were looking at the possibility uh, and plan to use Casemiro and Anthony and Fred as, as a way to convince them. But let's hope that ends up being true. Um, and we get Vinny and not go for Neymar after getting Vinny. But, <laughs> hey, uh, that's a whole different other story. Um, I just don't want to see him injured around his sister's birthday. That's all. Uh, which, which you know is going to happen, bro. Happens every year. Um, but, Eddie, let's move on to the next topic. Um, you know, we can, we can uh, fight racism all day until our face turns blue, but what, what are we going to do from here, right? So, oh, real quick, David, uh, let me put it on wax one more time. <clears throat> Fuck racism. That is the official position of, from the spot. <laughs> Point blank period. Yeah, in, in case you needed to hear it. Um, but let's talk, Eddie. What is the most exciting run uh, as we head towards the conclusion of the season, of the European season? Is it the current relegation battle in the Premier League, where Everton is two points uh, ahead of both Leicester and Leeds United? Um, heading into the final week uh, to be safe from relegation? Or is it the battle at the top heading in the Bundesliga where Dortmund are currently two points ahead of Bayern heading into the final uh, match week? Uh, let's be honest, David. Um, doesn't part of you feel that even though Dortmund have been giving what seems like a third chance this season, um, if I'm not mistaken, does that part of you feel like Dortmund's going to blow it on the final day? Well, you would hope not. Here's the, the tell of the tape here, Eddie. Uh, so Dortmund are playing at home on, uh, for match day 34. They're at home to Mainz, and the Bayern are away to Köln. Here's an interest, not I guess not really interesting, more of a fun fact kind of thing, I guess. But Dortmund is first, Bayern is second. Uh, their respective opponents, Mainz in ninth, and Köln in tenth. Um, David, I uh, think that is pretty funny because they're like right underneath each other. David, let me just say this right here. Um, if Bayern do lose this title, they so deserve it. They fired Nagelsmann after beating PSG. Now, look, we know that the Messi, Neymar, Mbappe, PSG experiment wasn't what we all expected it to be. Fine. I'll give you that. But it was a um, 
knockout stage uh, tie. And regardless of what you think of PSG, if you get past them, you make the competition easier for everybody else. Uh, Bayern did that. So you would think that that would buy Nagelsmann some more slack. And then, even though he was second in the league, he was only one point back. So so it's not like he had to pull a Manchester City who was eight points back and, you know, potentially win the league. And then as soon as Tuchel took over, what's the first thing that happened, David? They get knocked out of the cup. They get knocked out of the DFB Pokal. So if Dortmund or if, if Munich bro blow this league, they deserve it for firing a coach who didn't deserve it. That's a fair take, Eddie. Um, another real quick stat here, Eddie. So we're being two points behind. Um, if Dort- Dortmund have to win, because otherwise with a draw, uh, they're on 71 points. And if Bayern win, Bayern would be on 71 points. But their goal difference is Bayern superior by 14. <laughs> so, you know, they they have to win it. Otherwise, you know, Bayern stand the chance. Uh. Uh, look, no, no disrespect to um, Mind, who, by the way, if you're not following Mind on social media, they're hilarious. Um, I send David Mind's TikToks all, all the time. Uh, so, Dortmund, please, for, for yourselves, for the rest of the greater football world, um, for Marco Royce, a guy who. Had to miss a World Cup again. Please fucking win this league. <laughs> uh, we would have to. We will have to figure this out, Eddie. On it is. It is Sunday, I believe. Um, it's so, their match days. No, so I'm. I'm actually looking at it, David. They mm. they both play at the same time, Saturday morning, six thirty a.m. our time here on the west coast of the United States. That's 9.30 East Coast time. So if you're one of our international uh, listeners um, and you don't live in Germany, uh, figure it out that way. Uh, 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific, do the time difference between our countries. And thank you for listening, too. Or fucking Google it, asshole. Don't expect us to do it for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the, but next, Eddie, the... The, the relegation battle in the Premier League, as we kind of talked, we already know who, who's, who's the you know, champion. But uh, Everton would need at least a point uh, to make sure that they're safe, whereas Leicester and Leeds would need a bank on um, them losing and them winning their respective games. Uh, you know, if, if both Leeds and Leicester mm-hmm. win, uh, Leicester are in the better position with uh, their goal difference being superior by nine. But uh, Eddie Everton uh, will play Bournemouth. Leeds are playing Spurs, and left or sorry, is it? Yeah, yeah. And Leicester are gonna play uh, West Ham. Um, Eddie, 
Who do you think got the shit draw? Honestly, and it's it's just because they haven't been playing well. But it it's got to be Leicester. Um, they they just they're bad. Uh, whatever fucking stink Brendan Rodgers um, has as a manager, and we all know I hate Brendan Rodgers, he left it there at the King Power. They're just, they're a bad team, and they shouldn't be. But, David, let me remind the people, and if you're a long-time listener of the podcast, thank you, we love you. But, David, this time last year, what did I tell you? I can't believe Everton are going to survive because Burnley are so shit. And that's exactly what happened. Like, Everton were bad. It's just Burnley was shit. And I can't oh. believe it might happen again because Everton are bad, but Leeds and Leicester are so shit that they might be safe. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy, man. Um, you would... I would hope that yeah, Burnham can do us a favor. They beat Everton and then one of Leicester or Leeds capitalize on it. But, and, um, and, and here's my plea. Spurs. You've been spursing it up all season. You've been letting your fans down all season. Now, please do us one favor. Don't let the rest of us down. Fucking lose. Fucking lose just so Everton could go down. And yes, I'm an Everton hater, but I I don't care. I want to see them go down. Well, you would hope that they would go down. Um, That's everybody's hope if you're a true football fan. But that's just me. Um, But, Eddie, enough of Everton. Enough of that. Why don't you give us a little bit of championship and uh, League One talk? Okay. So, um, okay, everybody. So, let's start with the championship. Uh, we all know that um, Burnley under Brendan, or I'm sorry, wow, Burnley under Vincent Company um, were absolute class this season. They got over 100 points, and they'll be back up. And then, truth be told, um, in second and coming to the Prem once again, it'll be Sheffield United. But the playoff for the final spot will come down to two teams, uh, Coventry, who um, are a like former mainstay of the first division slash the Premier League. I believe they were in the Prem the first couple seasons. The Prem was the Prem. But Luton Town has one of those cool like neighborhood stadiums where like oh, the yeah. neighborhood the neighborhood is built around the stadium and it's super tiny so with like oh with hot mics really close to the field, we'll probably hear a lot of banter if they come uh up to the Prem and I believe They've never been to the Premier League when it's known as the Premier League. So, uh, that could be a debut there. Um, uh, the championship final 
is on when the fuck is it? On Saturday at 8.45 a.m. our time, so a decent time for us, David. But let me drop down one league to League One, um, where Sheffield Wednesday um, played Peterborough in uh, the semifinal. And Sheffield Wednesday um, lost the first leg of the semi 4 0. 4 0. And um, so obviously. You would think, oh, like Peter Bros on to Wembley because you're a same human being. Well, let me tell you, David. <laughs> Sheffield got an early penalty and won in regular time 4 0, forcing extra time. Then Peter Bro in extra time at the end of the first extra time basically got one. Making it 4-1 on the day, uh, 5-4 on aggregate to Peterborough. So, in the 112th minute, fucking uh, Sheffield Wednesday got another one, making it 5-5 altogether. And they went on penalties 5-3. Um, so, um, David, that's pretty fucking wild. Um, and now Sheffield Wednesday will face um, Barnsley Monday the 29th at 7 a.m. So uh, well, we just wanted to show the lower league some love. And some extra love here, Eddie. Two two weird um, things about that game. Um, number one is Reese James is a player on Sheffield Wednesday. So um, that's also a player on Chelsea's. If you're not paying close attention, you might think, fuck, like Reese James really fell off. And right. the other thing was that fourth goal scored by Sheffield Wednesday was scored in the 98th minute, the eighth minute of extra time, Eddie. The fucking balls on Palmer. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, David. We, we can't skip past something, but uh, finish your thought real quick. No, that's just what I was gonna say. Is you know the the balls on Liam Palmer scoring in the 98th minute, like to keep the composure. You know, he I think he deserves some kudos for that. You know, awesome, awesome. Speaking of of a late goal, David, what the fuck happened at Molyneux? How the fuck did Everton get nine minutes of stoppage time this past weekend? Dude, that is a conspiracy theory. To keep Everton in the Premier League by the FA, I feel. I agree. I that agree. was crazy. Um, you know, Yeri, it was Yerimina, right, with the equalizer. Yeah, Yerimina yeah. with the equalizer. Bro, watch these fucking assholes. Um, for the final match day, they're gonna all of a sudden they're gonna start playing like, um, like a world class team. Because I mean. Like Let's be honest, bro. Like they, they don't have exactly like a ton of set players, but they have some players in there with some good pedigree. Like you know, Gay has a good reputation. Onana, Dokure, Iwobi, Calvert Lewin. Iwobi's gonna turn into prime on range shit. Right, like they're gonna get like get that shit going, 
and they're gonna end up surviving thanks to this. Oh my god, fucking bullshit! I'm telling you, man, it is bullshit. I hate it. But um, Eddie, at I'm pre-recording. We were talking a bit, um, and I thought, you know what? Let's save this for the pod. Okay. So, Eddie, the the first thing that I want to present you with is um, the something MLS related. Okay. Oh, so we talked MLS in the past and put on wax that we're definitely not MLS fans. Um, try our best to avoid covering MLS unless we absolutely have to. I'm pretty sure covering MLS has been recommended to us so that we get more listeners. And <laughs> what I'll say to that <laughs> is fuck that. Um, so instead of talking MLS like that, yeah, like fuck that. Instead of talking about the MLS as like a regular topic, we just talk about MLS to kind of banter and talk shit. So Eddie, this is what I have for you. Um, and I saw this piece of news recently and thought, I want to get Eddie's raw reaction, especially when I drop a little detail to you, um, in okay. addition to what you're about to hear, okay? Okay. So, MLS expansion fees. So, in case you don't know what that is, uh, you can buy into the MLS and say, hey, I'm going to start an MLS team. Um, I want rights to start a team. You can buy the rights. Then you would just have to like provide a stadium, you know, city, the infrastructure, all that fun jazz. So the fees to a right to an MLS team um, is $500 million. So Eddie, $500 million to start an MLS club. Do you feel that's a fair market value? That seems too high. Okay. So that is currently more than the valuation of clubs like Newcastle United, Leeds United, Aston Villa, and Crystal Palace. That's so stupid. So, Eddie, you ready for um, a little detail here? Uh-huh. Nearly 70% of all MLS teams lose money every year. <laughs> <laughs> How does that make you feel? It's it's so dumb, David. But look, what you just said there, right? To everybody that's like, MLS would be better if there were promotion and relegation. I agree. That right there is the reason it'll never happen. Because too many owners lose too much money. And David, you know what my second thought is? How much of a genius David Beckham is? That was going to be my last thing that I was going to try to catch you with. So I'm glad you brought this up. Do you know how much he paid? Wasn't it 25? Yep, twenty-five million dollars. Such a genius. Yes, back in two thousand seven, when he signed with LA Galaxy, um, that was part of his contract with the MLS. Is um, he had to exercise it by a certain year, which he did, obviously, where he would pay twenty-five million dollars for an expan as an expansion fee. 
Bro, and, and, and that's... Um, uh, imagine working that into your contract. Like, hey, I'll play on low wages, sure. But you guys have to give me a fucking, like, easy way into being an owner. Yeah. Dude, he's um, a fucking genius. Honestly, honestly, I hope that Inter Miami aren't one of those 70% teams that lose money. Uh, as a United fan, I definitely hope that he he isn't losing money. And if he is, he's not hemorrhaging money. Because the MLS is definitely hemorrhaging money. Um, at least well, most re- of remember it. last week, I told you at the close of the pod... <laughs> The Apple's so desperate for viewers, they're offering a free month of their MLS pass or whatever. Yeah, they, bro, I don't know. And we, we covered this. Like, why the fuck? Like, if why would they do that if they can't even get a viewership, you know, and, and cable TV? You know, local TV doesn't get a single view. Well, I guess, I'm sure it does, but by accident. Right? Um, <laughs> like, someone's stoned out of their mind, and they're just like, uh, well, fuck it. It's like, it's like, damn, the Dutch league really went down. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Eddie, let's lighten it up a little bit here before we start closing off uh, out the pot. Um, Eddie, at pre-recording, I started opening up a little bit to you about something that I think I'm ready to share with the fans now, which is um, there is a celebration that was done this past uh, this past season, Eddie, that lives rent-free in my head. I think about it all the time, uh, pretty much every day, where I'm even considering going back to playing footy so that I can do this celebration and just get it over with so that I can move on with my life. It lives rent-free in my head, Eddie. I'm telling you. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, um, I asked you, I was like, do you think you can guess it in three guesses? Um, but we got to do it on there. And before I even gave you a chance to answer, we said, fuck it, let's just do it. So, Eddie, uh, to make it somewhat fair, I'll let you ask. You got three guesses, so I'll let you ask two questions. Okay. This is going to be a stupid question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Oh, is it is, you can't ask the specific like um player, but like you can ask basically for clues and then you get one guess at it. Okay, um is it a celebration in FIFA? Um I haven't seen it in FIFA. Okay, um okay. So that's one. Okay, now because I know you, I know what you like, so I have to think it's something that you would actually want to do. Not just because it's stuck in your head, but because you would want to do it. Okay, and you said I can't ask the player, right? Nah. Okay. Um, I know that you love Garnacho, so is it whatever celebration Garnacho is doing right now? It is not, Eddie. So, I would, 
I'll tell you what. It is a World Cup celebration. Oh, for, from from Qatar? Yeah, from the Qatar World Cup. And I'll give you another guess. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Um, David, no. Is it the is it the Mbappe? Nah, definitely not, Eddie. It is okay, 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 the Ener Valencia in the opening game when he scores against Qatar. He runs to the corner. He does the signature thing with the wink. It's it's that fucking <laughs> celebration. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, fair, fair. And you you know why it's fair because Ener's a baller. Bro, like that and the Valencia celebration just lives rent free in my head. <laughs> That's what's up. Uh, David, thank you for providing some happiness. Um, do you mind if I provide some seriousness? Yeah, well, I mean, I don't mind at all. Okay. Um, <clears throat> as the Salvadorian of the pod, I have unfortunate news to report. Of twelve uh, Salvadorans um, losing their lives at the national stadium, El, El Estadio Cuscatlan, um, over the weekend, uh, it was a um, game between. Um, I might catch some shit for this, but uh, between El Salvador's two biggest teams, Fas and Aguila, uh, apparently. There was some sort of stampede or like avalanche of people. Twelve people died. Um, my condolences go out because there's a small chance that there's uh, there's someone my family knows in there <laughs> at some point. Um, so like, that sucks. Uh, but uh, hopefully, um, everyone else who was hurt in this tragedy is unscathed. Um, but yeah, I just felt like I needed mentioning. Oh, also, and this is something we rarely do, David, but I'm, I need to talk about it. And it's not because I love Chivas, because I don't. It's because I hate America. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. But, <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> uh, shout out to Chivas for... <laughs> Almost being screwed over by the ref, but beating America in Estadio Azteca after losing the first leg of the semifinal um, in their own stadium, 1-0. They scored early. um, Then uh, America scored in the second half. America went down to 10 men. um, And then... uh, so that made it 2-1 on aggregate. And then for I've seen the goal maybe like three times. The ref like took it off the board. And I still don't understand why. But anyway, Chivas ended up winning uh the tie. So they'll go through to the final uh against uh Tigres. Uh so I don't care who wins, I just wanted America to lose and they did, and I'm happy about it. Oh, and there were genuine tears from America players on the sideline, so I genuinely enjoyed that. Bro, that's all I can ask for. That's what footy is about, is genuine tears on the sideline. But, yep. um, 
Eddie, I got something slightly more serious than that, even. Okay. Okay. Um, Eddie, what are your last words for the pod? Because it's about that time that we wrap it up. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, David and I are so glad that we could come uh, for you guys in back to back weeks. We'll try to continue oh, yeah. to do that as much as possible. <laughs> I phrased that kind of weird, right? <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, I'm going to have to keep that sound. <laughs> that was amazing. That was great. David so, and, uh, keep, keep going. I like this. I like where this yeah. is going. <laughs> David and I, David and I are coming for the people. That's, that's what we do. That's what we, David and I come for the people. Come hard. Right. Hey, hey, look. <laughs> look, this week's episode was a, a little bit shorter. It's, it's not our fault. You made us, you made us come fast, all right? <laughs> this normally doesn't happen. <laughs> We're usually way better at this. We promise. Just, I was hey, look. <laughs> the more listens you give us, the later we'll come. The more pleasure we get to bring you. Uh, so oh, thank man. you guys so much for listening. Interact with us on socials. <clears throat> Tell us we're good, we're bad, we don't care. Just let us know what you want to hear. Um, look, I'm totally down to cover as much of the Women's World Cup as I can this summer. As long as you guys want to hear it, I'll cover it. But, uh, that's all oh, I have God. to say. Just say no. Um, get back on socials and say no. We're not going to cover the women's World Cup. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, but we are. But an idea that I've thrown around with Eddie is maybe in the off season throw profiles of teams and players and histories and their impact on football. Players like Adriano, uh, probably do Cantona. Um, maybe we can even do Pep Guardiola, Eddie. I don't know. But um, let us know. Follow the link tree in the profile. Um, make sure you give us feedback because there's only one way to make me and Eddie come to you back to back with my back to his back. And <laughs> that is to give us a few shares. Yeah, now you can look me in the eye. <laughs> nope. <laughs> we'll be back to back to bring this back to back. <laughs> But with that being said, thank you. David and I are so glad that we could come. Uh, for you guys in back-to-back weeks.